Welcome to the Family Well Podcast. This is Vicki, and I'm excited to keep going today with the story of Joseph. Joseph's story is found in chapters 37 through 50 of the book of Genesis. It's so long, we're taking three weeks to talk about it. And this is the second part of the story. So if you didn't get to listen to last week's podcast, you might want to take a few minutes to go back, listen to it, and then come right back here. Last week, we left Joseph after Joseph's brothers had sold him to slave traders who then took him to Egypt and sold him again to a man named Potiphar. Joseph worked for Potiphar and God was with Joseph so that he had good success in his job. But after several years, Potiphar's wife told a lie about Joseph and Potiphar had him thrown in jail. But just like the Bible tells us that God was with Joseph when he was first sold to Potiphar, the Bible also tells us that he was still with Joseph when he got thrown in jail. I am so thankful for this reminder that God is with us even when things are hard. Are you going through a hard time or some hard situation in your life right now? Why don't you just take a minute right now and ask God to help you to know that you're not alone, that He is with you. Now, in Egypt, there's a man who's like the king of Egypt, and his title is Pharaoh, so that's what we're going to call him. And a few years after Joseph was thrown into prison, two men who worked for Pharaoh made Pharaoh mad, and he threw them into the same prison where Joseph was. But one day, Joseph noticed these two men looked upset, and he asked them what was wrong, and they told him that they had each had a strange dream, but they didn't know what their dreams meant. So Joseph said, hey, tell me, tell me what your dreams meant, because God knows the meaning of dreams, and I know God. So they told him what their dreams were, and Joseph was able to tell them what they meant. The first man, who had been Pharaoh's cupbearer, had a dream that meant he was going to be released from prison and go back to his job being the cupbearer for Pharaoh. But sadly, the other man, who was Pharaoh's baker, had a dream that meant he was going to die. And within just a few days, both dreams came true. The baker died, and the cupbearer was released from prison and went back to working for Pharaoh. And here is a little hint. Remember this story about the cupbearer because it's going to be important later. Now, fast forward two years and Joseph is still in prison. But then something happened, something big. Pharaoh himself had two dreams and he was very confused by them and didn't know what they meant. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to tell you what was in the dreams he dreamed. If you want to look those up and read it, you can. It's in chapter chapter 41 of Genesis. Now, Pharaoh wanted to know what his two dreams meant, but none of his wise men could tell him what they meant. And that's when it happened. Now, think back. Can you think of anyone in our story who might be able to tell Pharaoh that Joseph knew how to tell people what their dreams meant. Think really hard. Someone we just talked about. And if you're thinking about the cupbearer who had been in prison with Joseph, you are exactly right. 
the cupbearer saw Pharaoh every day in his job, and he told him about Joseph. So Pharaoh asked someone to go get Joseph out of prison, and when Pharaoh told Joseph his dreams, God showed Joseph what they meant, and he told Pharaoh. His dreams meant that there were going to be seven years in Egypt where they would grow lots and lots of crops, which means there would be lots and lots of food for people to eat. But after those seven years, there would be seven more years, and during those seven years, there would be a famine. And that just means that there would be no rain and no crops would grow, so there would be no more new food for seven years. Now, Pharaoh believed what Joseph said about his dream, and he actually put Joseph in charge of making sure that lots of food would be collected and stored up and saved during the first seven years so that during the next seven years of famine, they would still have plenty of food. And not only that, he made Joseph the second most powerful man in Egypt, second only to Pharaoh himself. Now, I think this would be a great place for this story to end. I mean, God had been with Joseph through all those hard years, and now he had made him the second most powerful in Egypt, man in Egypt, and he would be able to save a lot of lives. But the best part of the story is still yet to come. Now, if you remember, Joseph was in Egypt because his brothers sold him to some slave traders who brought him to Egypt. But Joseph's family was still back in Canaan, and they were having a famine too. When, when his father Jacob found out that there was food they could buy in Egypt, he sent Joseph's brothers to Egypt to buy some food. And when they got there, they had to go see Joseph because he was in charge of distributing all the food. But they did not know it was Joseph. And if you wonder how they didn't recognize his, their own brother, it had been a lot of years, like 12 or 13 years. And they thought Joseph was either dead or a slave somewhere. They never would have imagined that he was in charge of of so much in the land of Egypt. And Joseph probably looked really different too and probably spoke a different language by now. So they came before him to buy food and they bowed down to him because he was such a powerful man. Okay, do you remember one of the reasons Joseph's brothers didn't like him? Something about dreams? Last week, we learned that as a teenager, Joseph had a dream that his brothers would bow down to him. And now, all these years later, that dream was coming true. And even though they didn't know who Joseph was, Joseph recognized them immediately, but he didn't tell them who he was. Now let's just stop for a second. After what his brothers had done to him, what do you think he was thinking and feeling? Here they were, and he had the power to do anything he wanted to them. What do you think he chose to do? <laughs> well, we're going to answer that question in the in coming up in 2 weeks. Next week we're going to take a break from this story to talk about Easter, and then after that, we'll come back and finish the story of Joseph. 
But before I say goodbye, I have a couple of questions for you to talk about, and here they are. How would you have felt if you were Joseph when he recognized his brothers? And what would you have done? Talk about that, and I'll see you next time.